0: Welcome, everybody, to the Cult of Dave Podcast Network. A new chapter this morning in the battle against Ebola. Nickelback
1: are back. The multi-platinum band has just announced a new album and a North American summer.
2: Until you see the flaming butthole, you ain't seen nothing yet!
0: And Welcome to this episode of the Something Good For You Podcast, where the two of us sift through the bullshit to try to find a little something good to give you each and every single week. I am one of your two co-hosts, Alex Stiff, and across from me, as always, is the Captain Nunn. In the At the end of the year of our Lord
3: 2018, y'all.
0: Well, by the time this episode comes out, it'll be our first episode of the new year. Yeah, man. So this is our little send-off to 2018. Uh, we are not recording in the usual spot. We have driven six hours to see this man and his family. And thankfully, we have him on as a special guest. But before we get to that... This show is brought to us by Repo Record down on Commonwealth Avenue. Definitely check him out at Repo Record on Instagram. Check him out at www.reporecord.com for all your used and new vinyl record needs. <laughs> Look, listen how good he
3: is. <laughs> I'm getting better and better every episode, man. He's <clears throat> only been doing this 15, 16 times.
4: No notes or anything.
0: No notes or nothing. I didn't even have my cheat sheet up or anything.
3: It's, it's
0: make muscle sure memory
4: it now. That's right.
0: No, and the reason we had to drive six hours out of our way all the way up to West Virginia is because our special guest with us today is the one and only Brad Smith. How you doing, Brad?
4: Good, man. How are you? <laughs> this
0: is the morning <laughs> after at the rim.
4: <laughs> and what a night it was. Good Lord. Yes, indeed. <laughs> a lot of crazy things happened. Reunions
3: of all kinds happened. Mm-hmm. But we'll get on that later. No, and anyone knows that
0: we always talk good about the rim. So for us to be able to get you on... That's going to be a fun time. I think we're going to have a lot of fun, good topics. And the show is also brought to us by Hate Energy, which you are a partner in. If it wasn't for you, we probably wouldn't be doing the Hate Energy stuff now.
4: We are very happy to be the uh, official. Official uh, Hate Energy is the official drink of the rim. That's right. Yep.
0: (laughs) And just... From that crazy idea that we had, we've spawned it off and had even a fun little segment on the show, which is, I know you know it, Brad Smith, what do you hate?
4: Uh, What do I hate? I, oddly enough, I hate the music industry. Okay, well, you're in it. <laughs>
0: all right. That's like, like the saying, I hate jeans, but I sell Levi's.
4: Well, I it, it needs to be much different for artists. Uh, that's kind of the idea behind what we do at The Rim. Um, it sucks to see bands out playing to empty venues, uh, no one watching them, no one singing along, and that's what we try to do at The Rim mm-hmm. is uh, bring the bands in, treat them right. Yeah. Uh, Hang out. I, I Check hound- out the catalog. <laughs> exactly. I hound my crowd about learning the band's songs that are here. And uh, that's one thing that we um, would love to see change in the music industry. That's one thing that blew my mind the first time I came up here is that people knew our fucking
3: material.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, that, that, that stems from something that I've been thinking on for a while, which is it feels like today it's almost a taboo to be a fan of something. Yeah. if that makes any sense like it's almost like people look down on you if you're like a hardcore fan of a local band or a, 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 you know anything a movie a TV show it it almost feels like the idea of the fan is slowly going away and I hate that you know a lot of the some of my favorite bands, Have some of their basis off of fan clubs. Kiss, Misfits. You know, both of those bands they have fan clubs where they promote the fact and they want their listeners and their you know audience to wear the gear and you know wear it with pride. You know, be fans of the band. And you don't really see too many bands doing that now, and that's that's kind of odd. We
3: were talking about Turbo Negro last night. They're like one of the few bands in the past twenty years that have any kind of fan club like that at all.
0: Yeah, yeah. A, and and I think that's one of the reasons, you know, I think I've kind of latched on with them some because the band does have a community. Yep. And, you know, for you trying to bring that back some, I think that's what's really made that unique, Brad, um, because we were kind of chatting earlier this morning, which is the very first time we played here was one of the first times we played songs and people knew the lyrics.
1: You know, yeah, we had been playing
0: yeah. locally for years, and we would get the occasional haze, or, you know, people would know the title of a song. But when we played Hit the Gas up here, first time up here and played Hit the Gas, you guys knew the song, you guys knew the lyrics. And it's like, we had never experienced that before.
4: You were at that great uh, punk show where everybody's pumping their fists and singing along. <laughs> right. <Yes. laughs> well, it
0: was one of those crazy things where it's like, but because you hound your audience and you educate them and you get them to become fans of these bands. You're, you're doing the Lord's work here, sir. Well, you
2: know,
4: (laughs) yeah, man, it's, it's the, the thing is it's, it's easy. There's so much good music out there. You just gotta it's almost you gotta let it in. Yeah. You know? It's not even you have to Do look.
0: It. You just have to let it in. Yeah. With yeah the way internet is now, you like Fireball was saying on the last episode, you don't have to look. You just click a button and it's yeah. there. All this good stuff is literally a
3: couple of clicks away. Yeah. We, yeah. we
0: literally have a playlist dedicated to that. The something good for you playlist on Spotify. It's yeah. a mixture of radio hits and indie darlings that you've never heard of, you know? It's we If it's good for you, we want it on the playlist, and we want people to be fans of bands.
3: Because Terrestrial Radio isn't going to do it, and most uh, radio outlets aren't going to do it at all, so we figured we might as well put a platform for all these bands that we like and everything, too. And it's just so easy to investigate all this and everything, too. Absolutely, yeah. No excuse.
0: And using, you know, because you were saying that's something you hate, using that hate energy... Uh, <laughs> uh to
3: for we know what we're doing. <laughs>
0: for something that's you know a positive which is you're bringing in bands that you find and that you like whether it be Ravagers, um gunpowder gray us uh the original 21cg uh, So right, it's like right. all these bands that you were just big fans of you brought them in and you're you're giving them an additional fan base and you're bringing something to a town that really doesn't have a lot and I think that's really amazing of you, especially to opening up your house to do those.
4: Yeah. Uh, Norton's got a lot of, like, trees. That, 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 that's <laughs> right? about it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to to have hosted, uh, we've hosted uh, Black Cat Attack out of Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Boogie, we're here from L.A. Uh, the Bitch cats. Queens from Switzerland. That's crazy. Um, the Pittsburgh market has been great to me lately. Uh, I've been hosting a lot of bands from there The cheats, uh, love those guys yes. um, a lot of
3: uh, groups out of Atlanta and the
4: Carolinas too yeah right? yeah uh, you know really everything hinged out of the, the south for me uh, That's how everything got rolling and uh, yeah it's um, you know it, it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to honestly you know at this point I'm overwhelmed by the number of bands uh, with the limited amount of time I have that mm-hmm. I'm trying to host uh it's crazy um but uh it's because
0: you're actually out there looking for bands yeah you know
4: and they love coming up and playing too
3: man everybody that i talk to i go to atlanta quite a bit and the people i talk to in atlanta always talk about coming up and playing up here and they can't wait to do it again
4: yeah i was thinking uh uh, maybe you guys were at the star bar and uh, Mm -hmm. someone there was like oh yeah i know the rim yep uh they did. That, that's pretty wild for <laughs> yeah. me yeah. yeah uh we
0: were talking with uh, ted from spaghetti town records uh-huh. and uh, i think just in passing we brought up the rim or brad yeah like, oh i know that guy <laughs> and and then there was just someone else later that night I, someone mentioned the rim and they're like oh what is that i've heard people talking about that like you're you're, you're really getting around you're becoming a bit of a name in that circuit
4: well, and speaking of Ted, I owe him a shirt. So if he's listening, I need his size because, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I maybe want to try to get down to Atlanta, or uh, I know Ted travels up to mm-hmm. um, Pittsburgh at times and things. So well, you better um, be
0: coming down with us for the Down South Showdown,
4: yeah, man. I'd, I'd love to. We'll, we'll see <laughs> logistically what we can work out, man. That's right. But uh, if if we can do that, I'll have Ted's uh, shirt in tow. Yes.
0: No, so we always love coming up here and we always wanted to do an episode with you and you've been listening since day one, so now getting to see behind the curtain and see the nitty gritty of it all and how it's all done. Our professional setup that we have. Our professional air quotes. (laughs) Well, as I'm sure you know, I have some thoughts throughout the week that... You know, sometimes I just may not blurt it out or tell anyone, and I'll wind up jotting it down on my phone, and I'll save it for a segment on here. Uh, well, I kind of did something different. I took it to Uh-oh. Facebook,
3: oh, and I let Jesus. Facebook
0: get an idea of what's on my mind, and you guys played along beautifully. <laughs> so, hit that intro music. Oh, man.
2: Blah, 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 etc. Making my ears a ring. My honey, my
0: baby, please don't open your mouth. Don't tell me no lies and keep your thoughts to yourself. Uh, If you're friends with me on Facebook, you may have seen me uh, within the past few weeks make some statuses that uh, uh, people were feeling that I was uh, either saying I was pro or against something uh, and really taking offense to it. And it's the thing that I wanted to bring up here, which is people don't read shit and people don't understand that just because you don't necessarily agree with what they think doesn't mean you don't like it. <laughs> I, I made this, this status. I said, unpopular opinion time. Ska is just the adult version of kid cartoon intros wearing punk clothes. And I attached a video with a song that was used on Nick Jr. And it sounds like any other ska song. And the chorus is going, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Don't have to pick up your fucking clothes and your toys out from your room and clean up your room. And I, I thought it was cute. <laughs> All these people coming in here going, you are fundamentally wrong. <laughs> How dare oh, da, da, you, sir? Da, 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 da. <laughs> and I'm like, like let's see, uh, inaccurate. Some Okay, Well, this person's playing along. See, this person gets it. They go, inaccurate. Sometimes they wear spandex.
2: And it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. You get it.
0: You get it. Thank you so much. But you you keep scrunching down through here a little bit. Uh, someone goes, Alex is fundamentally wrong. Pop rock is the music for cartoon themes. Kiss is literally the
3: star of an uh, episode of Scooby-Doo. Yeah, they have to throw in a Kiss jab at, because it's a, you, and you, they know how vocal you are about Kiss. But
0: well, here's the thing. <laughs> kiss is one of my favorite bands, but I will shit on them faster than anyone else. Yes, yeah, so we know my, they earned K- it. <laughs> my Kiss is first album up to Dynasty, and then nothing happened. And then revenge is okay, and whatever they're doing today, they can piss off too. So no, I get it. They were cartoon characters, but they they made themselves too bad to be that. They're larger than life. They're way makeup. They wear costumes. So I mean, if they're in a cartoon, that's kind of what it was made for.
3: Still cooler than a bunch of... Uh... Uh, Scott band's doing Kid uh, cartoon themes <laughs>
0: And see and here's the thing I never said I didn't like Ska Exactly that, That's my big point Of all None this None of that terminology Was used right. I never said I didn't like Ska I never said That it was a bad genre Of music Or that it's bad music all i said was ska is just adult versions of kid cartoon intros wearing punk clothes and, I put, and you know what if that's what you like that's fantastic i didn't say that's a bad thing if you want to take that and make it a bad thing that's on you
3: <laughs> i said something similar not too long ago where i said that dropkick murphy's and flogging mar and flogging molly are essentially the same band to me Okay. They're not bad bands. I didn't, no. yeah, I didn't say whether they were good or bad. I just think all that music kind of sounds the same to me. Yeah. That That's not an issue. That, and that's your opinion. And it's my, neither right nor wrong. But then my entire <laughs> comment thread was, Well, actually, Flocking Molly's yep. more Celtic. Dropkick Murphys are more punk Irish. You're <laughs> wrong. You suck.
0: <laughs> I just find that so funny because... It, I, I was doing that shit on purpose just to see if people would get the joke, or if they would be thinking that I'm shit talking on it. Shit so, talking. Shit talking it. It's like, I'm, I'm just shit talking it the entire exactly. time. Exactly. It's like, so I can't have an opinion without it being, you know, uh, me personally
3: attacking someone? Yeah. <laughs> we just have our varying opinions, and uh, you can't get mad if it doesn't line up with yours. Yo man Alex have our differences with our tastes and everything too it had Good done bug us of course
0: <laughs> it's like i i i don't have to like what you like man <laughs> <laughs> well i guess in the end maybe that was a thought i should have kept to myself <laughs> and something we have been talking about doing which is we have a voicemail hotline and you can give us a call at 513-463-7439 and we've been telling folks that if you call in and leave a voicemail you'll get on the show well i'm holding true to my promise so here's a new fun segment called what's on your mind (laughs) <laughs> so, one of the first voice messages came in here, um actually it's talking about that last topic of ska, so let's take a listen.
1: Hey Alex man, uh about the post about ska music. This is Travis from Canapolis. Ska is just basically punk rock with horns. I'm not a big fan of the horns really. First you can catch your stuff. Most of the time it's like, meh. So, you know, I like it heavy something good for you. <clears throat> <laughs> Maybe I need to
0: have something about a drunk calling. Right, Travis? <laughs> no,
3: call every time shit
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least I had one person agreeing with me. And see, and that was the other thing, too, is I was saying on the status I'm like, look, if you don't agree with me, call the number and tell me why. He's the only person that called. <laughs> and to, to talk about it. So I'm like, you know, if you want to have a strong enough opinion about it, get out from behind your keyboard and you give me a call and let's actually talk about this. Tell us how you
3: really feel about it. Tell me how you really feel. <laughs>
0: Don't hide behind your keyboard. Actually come in here, have some fun with us, and, you know, do the shit, man. We'll make your podcast famous or we'll infamous. Make... <laughs> <laughs> and uh also got in uh, this voicemail. Uh, not quite sure what to think
3: of this. Uh-oh. uh
1: Yeah, my my name is Cletus, and I'm a I'm a a big fan. And uh, I was just wondering, like, you you guys are in a rock and roll band, yeah. And my name is Cletus. I'm from I'm from North Carolina. And you guys are in a big rock and roll band. I listen to that song y'all got called "Hit the Gas," but I like to change the words and call it "Smoke the Grass." (laughs) So, like, like, my question is. Do you guys smoke grass? (laughs) Well, Cletus,
0: (laughs) from Lenore, quote-unquote Cletus. Uh, It's actually really funny that he left that voicemail. Um, That will tie into a fun rim story. Um, Brad, isn't there a term around here called, nope, smells like a fill-in?
4: I think so. Yeah,
3: <laughs> we're, n- we're not becoming that
4: band, are we?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, there was um, there was a time in which uh, Mikey walked into the garage and some people were sitting out there, and they're like. You smell that? <laughs> One person turns in the other, the other like, yep, smells like a fill-in. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cletus, may- maybe that answers your question. There you go. <laughs> maybe it doesn't. I'm not quite sure. But either way,
3: uh, give us a call back, Cletus. You're pretty funny. <laughs> Cletus. Hey he'd, be- <laughs> hey, he'd be fun to have on the show, wouldn't he? Oh, he-
2: he- I think he'd be
3: a laugh and a half to have on the show. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to two. <laughs>
0: Well, guys, again, if you want to give us a call and give us your thoughts and opinions on a topic we brought up, or maybe you've got a topic for us, as always, that phone number is 513-463-7439. We're going to be playing a few more of these messages throughout the show when we start talking about our top three, because uh, Tyler, uh, one of our good friends, he called in and gave us his recommendations for a top three, and I also made a Facebook post about it. We'll kind of run through uh, what some of those folks were thinking also. There's a lot
3: of good shit that came out this year. This is going to be a loaded episode, man. We got mm-hmm. we got a bunch of cool topics.
0: One of the other topics that we've been doing lately, uh, let's see if I don't butcher the intro to this one. <laughs> Usually we like going into music. I believe in you. <laughs> Usually we like doing some music news, but that shit's been dry as of late. <laughs> so. I got, there is kind of a story that, of a band that I like that you don't. Well, we'll do that one in a minute. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and bust on into the... Top five moments in music history for the week. Uh, this time we're gonna be looking at December 30th through January 5th. You guys ready for this? No. Sure. There's gonna be a lot of double and triple hitters on here. Uh oh. See, for this week in nineteen sixty eight, Led Zeppelin, who are advertised as uh Lynn Zeppelin on the flyer. Interesting. <laughs> I never heard that. Uh they appeared at a um Uh, University Gymnasium in Spokane on their first American tour uh, supporting Vanilla Fudge. (laughs) Also this week, uh, actually specifically on December 31st in 61, the Beach Boys made their first live appearance uh, using their new name when they appeared at the Long Beach Civic Center Auditorium in California.
3: Well, good, good on them, Classic Beach Boys. All right.
0: And in 63, the Kinks made their live debut when they played the Lotus House restaurant in London. So it was just a coming-of-age uh, experience for everybody. And in 73, the same week, Australian band ACDC made their live debut when they appeared at the... I not I'm not even trying to fucking pronounce <laughs> that. Some bar in Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> So, in 61, 63, and 73, the Beach Boys, the Kinks, and ACDC all made their debuts. That's crazy. Seems like uh, this was a big week for rock and roll, just like the New Year's kind of vibe of a lot of bands coming out for New Year's, maybe. Yeah,
4: some even made a comeback. Oh, yeah? After like 24 years. Yeah. They performed live at the Rim last night. Oh, shit. Ain't that something? (laughs) Oh, oh. We're definitely going to have to add that
0: in this day in music history for the week.
3: That's, that's a big deal, y'all.
0: <laughs> no, so. The, uh, the, maybe not, <laughs> Oh, no, we'll explain why that's a big deal in a minute. Uh, no, so those last three the Beach Boys, Kinks, and ACDC, I'll, I'm counting that as one since those are three big bands that kind of debuted this
3: week. Uh, from between the 30th and the 5th. And Led Zeppelin, that was just their first American show?
0: Yeah, but the reason I put it on here was uh, they were advertised as Zen, uh,
3: as Lynn Zeppelin. Yeah, because I've never heard that story. I've, yeah, I've not read, read I, on I can Zeppelin. only guess that would be a typo. Yeah, probably, because they were like the new Yardbirds before they became Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Jimmy Page wanted to do his own version of it because everybody else in the Yardbirds crapped out. But yeah, got Led Zeppelin together and had whatever that was called at first before they fixed it. Yeah. Also this week, in
0: 1959, Johnny Cash played a free concert for the inmates of San Quentin Prison in California. A little fun fact about this. One of the audience members was 19-year-old Merle Haggard, who was in the midst of his 15-year sentence, in which he served three years, for Grand Theft Auto and armed robbery. I did 21 (laughs) in
3: prison, doing life without parole. How
0: weird is that? It's like Johnny Cash playing for Merle Haggard. And then what he winds up that was a pretty later. important
3: day and a pretty important moment because hell, Merle Haggard is one of my favorites and kicked him and inspired him to do his thing and everything too. Was it the, was it San Quentin that uh, he did the live record on, or was I, it uh, Folsom? I, I know he did Folsom. Yeah, he might have done San Quentin too. I, I want to
0: say he did because I remember seeing this fact go, and and not doing the research and going, I wonder if that was what that big album came from, but I'm. I, I know for a fact he did uh, the one you were referring to. He probably recorded both, then only released one. No, yeah, sure. Well, and also this week I got back to back Sex Pistols because they did something in '77 and '79 in this week. Oh yeah. <clears throat> well, in '77, the Sex Pistols shocked passengers and airline staff at the Heathrow Airport when they spat and vomited boarding a plane to Amsterdam. <laughs> what else could <laughs> you? <have? laughs> <I> mean, yeah. <laughs> That was
3: kind of their uh, thing, I guess. Every- was it
0: really that? I, see, that's always what I question because uh, it's no secret that the Sex Pistols were kind of put together by a record company. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, and so I often wonder if, like, you know, you know, getting. Shocking the folks spitting, vomiting,
3: boarding an airplane. It's like I wonder if that was just part of the gimmick, or if they were just messed up. Because if you watch like all the uh, news footage of all the media co- uh, covering the Sex Pistols, they always use you know piss and vomit and stuff like that when referring to the Sex Pistols. So you might be right. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's I, all they wanted to talk about they didn't want to talk about the music they just wanted to talk about how gross they were yeah, <laughs> yeah and uh, even though we had a lot of uh, bands coming out
0: like in uh, Beach Boys Kings and ACDC a uh, little bit of closure for the Sex Pistols uh, this week in 79 uh, Sex Pistols bassist Sid Vicious went on trial in New York for the accused murder of his girlfriend Nancy three months earlier when he claimed that uh, she had he had awoken from a uh, drug and stupor to find her on the bathroom floor in their room Uh, in the now infamous Chelsea Hotel in Manhattan, Manhattan, New York. They still never figured that out, have they? I don't think so. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to put that in
3: here. Who do you think did it? Was it Sid or was it Nancy? I mean, it could have been... I've heard Sid, I've heard Nancy, i heard a drug dealer who uh, didn't get his money or whatever and uh, it was no secret that Nancy was just a leech that Mm -hmm. used drugs and everything to get around and uh, Sid Vicious was just... Young, dumb, and impressionable. Yeah. And it might have been a combination of all three. Who knows? Yeah.
0: Uh, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, have you seen the movie, Brad? Did you watch the movie? I
4: have not seen that one.
0: Uh, that was actually a pretty decent movie that uh, we're not going to talk about it on this episode. But I think that's something that we may need to put on a list, Captain, yeah. uh, for a little something that we may be doing a bit later on. But again, we're not going to talk about it in this episode. We still got some more work to do. It's on good it. idea, though. It's a great yeah. idea. We'll do oh, that. Yeah. Uh, I think you
3: know what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, we <laughs> tell you all the cool inside stuff. We tell you what's coming up and around the corner. With the whole uh, Sid and Nancy uh, saga, it was fun to uh, if you read interviews. From- rock stars at the time providing their two cents on everything it's funny because david bowie and uh, all the higher epsilon people would be like oh no sid would never do that da, 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 da. and uh, they would interview didi ramon and didi would be like oh yeah i think he killed the bitch <laughs> <laughs> well that's why i'm saying it's also
0: the infamous chelsea hotel because that's where didi wound up spending a lot of his
3: time too yeah, he was, yeah. Hell, who knows he's probably just shooting heroin up there just watching the whole thing go down god now wouldn't have that been a revelation later on right Didi
0: actually did it. <laughs> no, we're not gonna put that mad uh juju we on We're not gonna put that bad juju on Didi. We loved him. R.I.P. Eh, <laughs> he was the best. And see, and I gave a bunch of uh cool shit uh, this week for the uh, this week in music, but I still had to throw in someone that I just really don't care for. Uh-oh. And in two thousand one this week, Madame Tussaud's waxworks in London revealed that Oasis singer Liam. Gallagher. Fuck, yeah, that I was. I was thinking that was it, but I'm like, I don't want to say that and be like Gallagher. <laughs> That's not his name. No, Oasis stands come up. Hey man, uh, hey, he's actually Gallagher. Okay, whatever, dude. Smash some watermelons. Uh, <laughs> that guy had come in third in the most hated characters list of the exhibits, behind Adolf Hitler. And
3: what's that very last word in the lesson? Is there cap? Oh, Slobodan. Something Russian, like Slobodan. Me, me, say what? There you go. There you go. I don't know if the yeah, pick that, up. that.
0: Whatever. That guy. You, you can
3: tell I did great in history. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck that is. That's still pretty intense, though. That he was like third, third behind those two.
0: Well, regardless, third behind Hitler. Hey, <laughs> that only shows he is only the third most hated person next to Hitler. Hey,
3: I don't disagree with it.
0: Look, I don't <laughs> I like fucking... Oasis. I don't like Oasis either. But what did the guy do?
3: <laughs> I don't know if you watch interviews with those brothers they suck put Chad, put
0: Chad Kroger whatever the fuck his name oh, he, is from Nickelback oh, in there first yeah. oh hell he's
3: Canadian he never hurt anybody the Gallagher brothers actually suck as people well what did they do that's what I'm
0: asking I don't know what he did I don't pay attention to Oasis Be, I don't listen to shit music
3: they, they speak, they're just irritating and British
0: <laughs> what you got get some I Brits I it, yeah that's racist <laughs> but you gotta get some white Brits <laughs> Ain't got nothing to say now. Nah. <laughs> sipping, <laughs> sipping your water, boy.
3: Oasis just sucks. And the, yeah, if you watch the interviews, just they're just really annoying and just really pompous and I've never liked them anyway. Yeah. Like shitty attitudes reflecting shitty music. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the top
0: five. Well, a little the, more than top five. But hey,
3: and that's a thought I should have kept to myself. <laughs>
4: now, Alex, a, a point I do want to make is yeah. uh, it, it's, it's quite a revelation that, that this podcast has a Russian translator- uh, in the room, at right? Times. right. For, for when you get stuck on those names, he can whip those right out. For See, you. we
0: always talk about these secret producers and stuff. It's just a secret. Translator. People don't know
4: what type of a team you've got behind this show. Oh my god! Right.
0: Well, as we mentioned earlier, this is the morning after at the Rim, and as uh, the folks that do come out here know, if you come to the Rim, you are not going to sleep until like two o'clock. 3 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> at minimum. It's like a big adult frat party. And due to that, uh, this literally popped up on my news feed on the way up here, and I'm sitting here going, why didn't the rim think of this first? Uh-uh. Pedialyte is now making a drink for it adults to help with hangovers.
2: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be called Sparkling Rush, and it's actually from the Pedialyte Company for Adults – to help with the typical hangover. We missed the boat on this one, didn't yeah. we? I know. <laughs> it's like, That's one of those things. It's like, why didn't we think of those?
4: Official Pedialyte of the fill-ins and the rim. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you drunk, then we'll make you feel a little better the next day. We we're cover gonna, all bases. We're going to stall a little fridge out by the bonfire. That way you can hit that up before you uh, crash for the night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, apparently Target is already sold out. According to this site, uh, you can get a six pack for eleven bucks, or you can. Uh, and then, okay, the check out this uh, pricing. Target.com is sold out. Of the Sparkling Rush six pack, which retails for ten ninety nine, but they should be getting more in before the end of the year. Meanwhile, you can pick up a twenty four pack for a mere eighty six ninety nine at Amazon. Damn. That math don't add up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I ain't that quick at math, but I'm just looking at that going, that'll work. (laughs) Very confused on that. Or maybe it does, but (laughs) still, that that just seems like a big price jump just for 24 of them. Yeah. (laughs) Cabby, I I say at some point we need to get you absolutely wasted (laughs) okay and then, and then get, <laughs> done. That's, that's all he cares he's like get me wasted all right i gotta pay for it sweet no we'll, we'll make that a, a test a podcast test we will be like <laughs> we're gonna get cap completely wasted and then give him some of that pedialyte be like drink up bitch let's yeah. see how this works make for sure him. i have a mic in front of me the whole time oh god make a three-part <laughs> episode the beginning the middle and the morning after sipping whiskey part three. Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> And uh, talking about memes and shit, y'all seen that photo of Axl Rose and Mickey Rourke, right? (laughs) Yes. Apparently, a local news broadcast was duped into showing a photo of Guns N' Roses frontman Axl Rose and actor Mickey Rourke that mistakenly identified them as a couple celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) We will post this on our Facebook, Twitter.
3: Uh, If I can post it on Instagram, I will. And it's like the most unflattering photo of those two together well i'm gonna
0: post the news clip because uh, so you know about those uh like local uh news stations early in the morning they'll show like birthdays and anniversaries it's usually about the time when the kids are getting ready for school it's like the six and seven o'clock in the morning you know broadcast well someone submitted that photo that's been going around on (laughs) online submitted it to the news station and uh it said uh they were identified as Max and Geraldine Bailey, a couple celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the original
0: photo was taken last month at a boxing match in Los
3: Angeles. And, yeah, those two are not looking good. No. <laughs> and I doubt Axel Rose has the sense of humor for that either. Although, maybe he does. I don't know. I would love to hear <laughs> his two cents on the whole thing.
0: I know. And, and um... I know people have also seen that photo of the abominable snowman with his arms up, and then that photo of Vince Neil, and is like and. There's a new photo version of that where it's showing him on Twitter saying, stop sending me this shit. <laughs> Newsflash, yeah. folks, he didn't say that. Yeah, that you can go to his Twitter account and see that he didn't say that. If you look at the actual photo, the text on the graphic does not match
3: the text of Twitter standing And there's a zillion of those, too, where people are saying, stop sending me this, and it's an unflattering photo of him. I like, think like, there's a zillion versions of those. I know. So it's like, y- y'all, he-, he didn't see that. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs>
4: Now on that Axl Rose thing, uh, really cool tidbit. Is Bailey was his last name, his real last That's name? That's right. Really? Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. So they threw that little tweak in there too when they when they <laughs> submitted that. Yeah, it was like the most regular name wow, ever. So this was
0: probably like an maybe an actual fan of Guns and Roses that submitted it. That would be great if it was like a legit fan. Yeah, he like, w- he
4: was William Bailey. What what you say it was? Max Bailey, maybe? I'm, yeah, I believe so. I just <laughs> moved away. But yeah, they used the yeah uh, they used his real last name. <laughs> Sounds like a secret agent, Max Bailey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Something um, Cap and I will talk about every so often is like, what what would be the stupid shit you would do if you ever won the lottery? And one, and I actually thought of one the other day, which is uh, we were driving down the road and there was this guy up on a, uh electrical pole. And and they had a sign on it that said, you know, danger high voltage, don't get up there. Right. And if I was rich and just with nothing better to do, I would just drive around town and find people up on those poles. And I'd have a megaphone in the back and just park, pull over, get the megaphone out. Hey, excuse me, sir. Did you not read that sign?
2: <laughs> I you need to get down from there. I, pay, I, I, I
0: care about your health, sir. And just start fucking with him the entire time. Just And then when he starts coming down to kick my ass, just get in the car and drive away. <laughs> well, this guy decided that he was going to spend four grand on a giant statue, giving his entire town the middle finger. <laughs> wow. I love this guy. He is my hero. Uh, Let's see. Uh, One man in uh, Westford, Vermont, decided uh, to uh, retaliate against his enemies in the most hilarious way. Ten years ago, Ted wanted to build an 8000 square foot garage so he can move his truck repair and uh, recycling business into his property rather than working uh, in the nearby town. Uh, Doesn't sound like that big a deal, right? But unfortunately, uh, the uh, Department of Review Board blocked him from getting a permit. The battle continued for a decade as the town leaders kept saying no over and over and over. Uh, God, this is a long article. I'm skipping. I was going <laughs> to say, there's a lot of exposition in here. I'm getting down to the uh, nitty-gritty of it here. Anyway, they're,
3: they're bastards and they earn this middle finger. <laughs>
0: it's not clear why they kept denying the his request, uh, but finally he couldn't take it anymore. Uh, the disgruntled 54-year-old decided to show the town officials exactly what he thought of them by commissioning a giant statue of a middle finger. The monument was constructed out of 400-pound block pine sitting atop a 16-foot pole that cost 4000 Bucks,
3: <laughs> <laughs> totally worth it.
0: And he put two floodlights on it so the statue is visible during the day ah. and at night. <laughs> Big old shining middle finger. He's, he says, "I've been put through the ringer by these people, and it's just not right. I haven't been treated fairly at all. I was sitting by, at a bar, and I told my wife, Hey, I'm going to get a statue made of a middle finger, and I'm going to put it up on my lawn.
3: If, if we ever travel that far up north, we got to stop by this town and get a picture in front of it. I, I really do want to go now. <laughs> like,
2: Here's
0: here's a, here's a close-up of it, I guess, like when it was being commissioned. Oh, man. That, he did a good job with it. Yeah. That is great. That's this, legit. This guy is seriously my hero. So I've now changed my thing. If I ever do win the lottery, <laughs> after I buy my mama a house, after I get myself a car, and after I buy us into a record deal, I have a feeling of where just that... as one
3: good last hurrah for Charlotte. I have, I have a feeling I know where that would go too.
0: <laughs> and that's a thought I'm definitely keeping to myself.
2: <laughs>
0: well, Brad, I have a feeling that if you ever won the lottery, you would be taking the rim and making it explode yeah absolutely yeah (laughs) so with enough intro and enough chit chat from us let's find out a little bit of history from the rim. because if you if guys have listened to our episode with tony he gave a quick backstory Uh about the rim. so why don't you pick it up from there so when did you find 21cg
4: uh i found 21cg probably in 13 i would say Uh um and that was and, the first
3: group you had come up to play at the rim? Or at yeah, uh,
4: they were doing a uh, GoFundMe. That's right. And um, uh, I'd contacted Scott and, well, actually I talked it over with uh, some of my close friends, associates, mm-hmm. and, and the wife. And um, the deal that they had was for 500 bucks, they would come play a house party for you. Yeah. Bring a keg and, and, and play your house. And uh, so I hit Scott up at the time, and um, I said, um, you know, that's quite a ways for you guys to travel for 500 bucks. Is, is that something you would do? And he's like, oh, yeah, man. He said, I, I, I know you, and, and uh, we would definitely do that. He said, I am going to put a limitation on it from this point on because I think they had uh, – you could buy that perk i think uh 3 or 4 times. Oh, they were going gotcha, to do right. it. So uh he said yeah, we we probably shouldn't be promising a, a show to someone in Arizona for 500 bucks. Nah. Yeah. So, <laughs> a little
0: bit of reaching on that one.
4: But uh yeah, uh they came up um i had um in my mind i'm always if if i've got something going, i want to do one step further if i can. Yeah. And i'd been out to uh, some local shows, and uh, there was a band out of uh, Parkersburg, West Virginia, called "Betrayed by the Bullet" mm. that I really liked and Once I had knew that twenty one c g were coming, um, I thought that every show needs an opener, you know um, we have a big, wide open basement, and um, you know I just don't want to go with one band, so I hit them up, they jumped on board, and the show went over great. Um, I guess we probably had about eighty people attend. Damn. Um, that's good for our first show. Yeah, yeah, it was it was wild. Um
0: now had you had so when you'd gotten uh, twenty one CG up here, did you were you thinking about creating a venue or was it just like I like this band and I want them to play my basement, so I'm just gonna pay them money and now I'm gonna charge a door fee to help cover costs?
4: That's what we did, um yeah, with that first show. Yeah. Um the response was immediate um everybody said you got to do this again uh so i talked with the guys uh, i talked with scott talked with tony and um they uh helped me secure a pa uh so we got the pa in and started out small we brought them back we brought portrayed by the bullet back and we just began adding bands in and uh so last by your
0: second show that's when it was officially called the realm
4: yeah, um, it was The Rim of Hell. It was after um, a song by the band D.A.D. known as Disneyland After Dark. But uh, I love that band uh, name. <laughs> it's kind of badass. But, uh, you know, for legal reasons, they go by D.A.D. Right. instead of... Uh, yeah, I'm sure... Uh, you know, there's a big company that, you know, probably frowned upon... I don't know. The I don't know. They're, they're pretty indie. I don't know if they can afford any sort of lawyers. But, uh, you know... I, it was it was a mouthful so we kind of shortened it to the rim yeah um, everybody that comes here knows it's you know it's the rim of hell mm-hmm. well we throw the best damn parties at the rim of hell that's right um, but I mean it, it's it's snowballed uh, word of mouth um, our initial intent once it began to roll was a show about every six to eight weeks so mm-hmm. you know every month and a half two months we'd do a show we did uh, last night uh, the 29th yeah was our fifteenth show in two thousand eighteen? Whoops! <laughs> so, uh, we are outpacing what we thought we would do, but um, that's, but that's a good thing. If it's oh, yeah, I mean, out it's, the end. it's it's been crazy. I mean, we've had um, <clears throat> we've had uh, Boba Flex here. Um, those guys they tour nationally. They have for almost two decades at this point. Wow! Um, they're huge in the West Virginia, Ohio, Midwest. Um, Upper Midwest area. Um, right. They've on. been uh, they've been giving the South some love here lately as they try to build into that area. Um, we had biters here. Um, we hosted Dirtbag Love Affairs final show. Uh, that one was, of their five final shows. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and, and we've got a promise that they'll redo a reunion show at some point, and they will involve us. So. Um, I'm Still sure waiting it'll on that at some point. It always um, does. And if that doesn't happen, at least
0: that project Tony Cap and I are working on well, that that'll definitely come up here.
4: But uh, yeah, we back songs. Bucket. We've uh, you know we've we've had some awesome bands. I mean, uh, obviously the fill ins are one of our favorites. Yeah, and, you know. We yeah, love whatever, you guys. Who? Um, <laughs> you know the tip out of Nashville. Yeah, those guys are. Uh, they've been here a couple times. Um, I think they're going to Europe uh here soon yeah i think um, early next year they did the kid rock cruise so uh they got some things happening um it's funny to see uh photos of dixie carl their drummer uh on his facebook with cindy crawford <laughs> <know>? <laughs> Wow! i haven't seen that <laughs> so uh, Eye rolling. yeah um some cool things happening for them uh, but yeah, I mean, here lately though, I've I've really I've, I've fallen in love with the the Pittsburgh music scene. Draglines up there, uh, the Cheats are up there, uh, Stone Cold Killer, um, Thunder Vest, which I'll talk about in a little bit. All right, uh, right. So on. Uh, you know, those are just uh, some really badass bands that are from the Pittsburgh area. Yeah. Hell uh, yeah. And Devin is now a member of the Cheats. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, we've uh, we've known Devin for some years and. Um, but yeah, I mean that's uh, that's that's kind of the rim. That's how it works. We we try to feed the bands uh, every show. We provide uh, food and drink for them. Um, Damn good food and drink too. Yep. <clears throat> the touring bands, you know, we um, if we can, we'll put them up for the night. That saves them a hotel. Sure as um, hell does.
3: <laughs> it's almost like <laughs> a. I always tell people it's like a rock and roll bed and breakfast almost.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have the amazing Chris with us. He has been at the past few shows, and he actually made us some amazing hot sauce that yes. none of you fuckers are ever going to get to try. Just a private fill-ins rim batch of some hate sauce. The guy, uh, the amazing Chris himself, took that energy drink, he reduced it down, and made a killer hot sauce out of it and the man who cooked us up with an amazing breakfast this morning. So, Cap's statement is finally true. This is finally a rock and roll bed and
4: breakfast. There you to
2: go.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we had the to amazing bring, Chris Morris. Yeah, we had to bring Chris uh, from Charlotte, basically, <laughs> yeah, right. up to, a, a, yeah. And, and to the thing we keep breakfast. fucking around with is, like, we have seen Chris Moore here at the rim. We don't he, see him in Charlotte. We don't see him in
0: Charlotte at all, yet he lives in town, like, I think, like, maybe 30 minutes from about where we are. Probably. States, yeah. Statesville Statesville. like that, yeah. right? Kannapolis. Kannapolis. Yeah, Canapolis. Yeah, He's like 30, 40 minutes away from us. So we never see him in town, but every time we come to the rim <laughs> the past few times, Chris is always here. So, But these are just the great kind of people that you get to hang out with and meet when you come play the rim. And it's a very unique experience because we're really not in a position to go, you know, we've played a lot of places. We have a lot of comparison, but we've at least played enough places to see a trend. Yeah. We've seen enough places and heard about enough places to see patterns and the rim is unlike any venue we've ever played. Not simply because it's just in a basement, but the hospitality, the vibe, and the camaraderie that you guys share and the hospitality is just breathtaking. It's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We, <laughs> it, uh, it definitely doesn't go unnoticed.
4: You know, and that's uh, uh, business-wise, you know, I'm thinking, is is there, um, you know, obviously I'm not paying the the. Huge dollars for these shows. I, you know, I can't afford to pay out. I'll say this though I
0: would, I would rather get less on a show, but get the kind of hospitality and love that we get at the rim than it would be for us just to get a couple grand and get a cold shoulder afterwards.
4: Well, and that's, you know, is there, um, you know, is there a future in this type of venue? Is that, you know, a niche that the rock and roll community can.
0: I honestly think there is. Um, because the thing that i've been slowly kind of figuring out between the something good for you playlist and just meeting a bunch of different people that play rock and roll is we're all sick of this but at the same time we all think well it doesn't matter because there's no one there's none of the rest of us aren't out there it's us so it doesn't matter we're just going to keep pushing along if these people would actually start talking to each other Mm -hmm. and sharing with each other these gripes shit can change it's the same sort of scenario with that's happening in Hollywood. There's a lot of bad stuff going down in Hollywood. Now people are stepping up, and it's finally changing. Yeah. Certain people that are in the business that are doing horrible and nefarious things are getting weeded out. For the better people that are actually hiring folks due to their merits, they're hiring them due to their acting skills. They're hiring them due to the fact that they will do a good job in the position. Not what are you willing to do for me. Yeah, And I think that if musicians kind of stood up and went, well, you know what? This venue is charging me five grand just to rent their room to play a local show. Mm -hmm. If more people kind of stood up and went, yes, I understand this is a business model, but it's not working and you're going to kill the business that you're trying to have. Not specifically your business, but the rock and roll business in general in your area if everyone in the thing just kind of stood, stepped up a little bit more, we could get it to change. Absolutely. So I think there is a 100% viable market for what you offer because for, again, with us, we know we're not going to pay the bills playing rock and roll. We're in it for the experience. Right. Right. And you guys give the experience. Yeah.
4: That's, you know, uh, if you're looking to rent out a room for five grand, you know, you stand to lose, uh, five grand, uh, five grand, <laughs> it's uh, not more, you know, um, some doing something like this you know uh you get to come out you get to to play your music for um you know on average here i've normally got 50 60 people in the room mm-hmm. um, and that's on a low night uh, yeah. yeah i mean so um you're getting your music out in front of those people um if you got merch you know that's uh They'll some dollars your stuff, in your man. pocket um, and hang and, and
0: out. that's and that's the other thing too is because of the people you have around they understand that the bands that you bring in their merchandise is their paycheck. Yeah, you know yeah. Most bands make their money on merchandise. you know they really don't make the money on the road anymore between lodging food, uh, having to rent out venues if you have to. The money isn't in the shows. We play the shows because the we vehicles, want
3: to play. Renting the trailers and all that stuff. Yeah,
0: the shows are because bands want to play. The money is in the merch, and the people that come out to the rim get that. And if they genuinely like the band, they're at least going to get a CD or a shirt. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I've, I've had people buy a CD then put like two extra dollars on top saying, you know, CD's five, I've got, you know, seven in my pocket. Here you go. And it's like no, dude. Just here. Take a few stickers. And he's like, oh, I don't care. He's like, just, just here. Yeah. So it's like those are the people you meet, and they just want to support, and they love you for it.
4: Yeah, you know, it's it's really interesting to me too, um, the way that um, I see bands uh, trying to market things and and the uh, inventive ways that they're coming up with. Um, uh, I spoke with Rory Kelly, uh, who's. Who's played here a few times? Uh, Rory's an outstanding guitarist. Um, Formerly of Crank County Daredevils. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rory talked about doing a, you know, helping me do a compilation CD of, you know, just bands from the rim, Ooh. and uh, maybe uh, just enough to get my costs covered and give them out to the bands. That way, they could give them out at shows uh I've, just I've spread actually got the word
0: the perfect hookup for a really inexpensive cd press company so yeah, same place we did the time is now cds those digitax yeah. they turned out really nice there's a reason we're able to sell them for only five bucks yeah so you, you, know, know. you know something like there
4: that uh to spread the word i know um uh kind of like you guys uh we got a group of local guys here knuckle duster mm-hmm. uh yep. they've been doing their own hot sauce yeah you know That's it's uh, really fun I like yeah that. shout out to so, knuckle duster absolutely um, holy Souls, those guys Holy holy, holy souls uh, Yeah I mean, <laughs> Holy moly souls um, They've played here quite a bit uh, Local group of guys too And they put on a killer show last night um, It's amazing how far those guys have, have progressed um, there was and, a reunion of a local band that was yeah, pretty cool last there, night, too. That, that
3: other band, I mean. <laughs> that all they did were covers. And <laughs>
0: the singer didn't look cool at all. The drummer had the sour look on his face the entire time. That, 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 they didn't look that, like they were having fun that, at all. Daddy Whiskey band, they, they didn't Daddy do that great whiskey. at all. Doom...
4: doom. <laughs> (laughs) doom and gloom (laughs) Uh, that's the country vodka (laughs)
0: summer another reunion no tell tell us a little about mama tequila and what what transpired on that last night
4: well mama tequila was uh, kind of a our brain child from about 25 years ago Uh, we used to uh, where the rim is located now uh, used to be woods in a field Really? And there was a power pole here, and uh, so we could hook up amps. So we got the idea to to buy a couple kegs on a Friday night and play our own shows. Hell yeah! Nice. Um, we were pretty miserable. We uh, <laughs> I don't know that we ever completed a song, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, uh, various band members we couldn't hold down anything. I think Andy played. Bass guitar and drums uh, throughout the history. Uh, I try to to sing, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, guitar players come and gone, bass players have come and gone. Um, but we decided to finally. Uh, so you know, we got the rim, we got we got the venue. Uh, who wouldn't want to open for the fill ins, you know? So, <laughs> well, the felons, technically. Uh, well, yeah, the get, felons last night. got a half assed version of us. I, 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 well, I'm talking about in the future now, oh, so yes, yes, uh, yes,
0: indeed. No, the fill ins have already personally requested that uh, your people talk to my people and get, get the fill ins. Yeah, we're uh, gonna get the lawyers We'll evolve, talk. Yeah. See what we can do. That band's pretty good, I don't but
4: hopefully. uh, yeah, we, uh, a couple guys that have been attending uh, shows, uh, Scott and Rob, they uh, uh, they play guitar and bass. Uh, Andy plays drums for us. Uh, I sing, and uh, we, uh, we found this kid uh, who's a wizard on guitar, and we mm-hmm. brought him into the fold. Uh, we... Decided we were going to make a run at it, and uh, we had a couple practices. <laughs> and Define the couple literally being
0: two. <laughs> yeah, two practices. Not just like, oh, we had a couple practices, you know, a month, you know, every <laughs> weekend.
4: It's like, no, literally two, uh, including the day of. <laughs> unfortunately, uh, uh, one of the bands that was going to be on the card last night, they had uh, an emergency come up, and they couldn't make it. Now, Now, here's the thing. I saw the post. And this is no disrespect to the band that had to drop off. I don't know them
0: personally. I can't say anything. I was not surprised though, because every single time yep. we come up here to play, a band drops off. <laughs> yeah. Every time. Every fucking time. <laughs> we call it the fill in's curse now. Every time we play yep. the room, a yeah. band drops off. Yeah, period. Something happens. And again, it's I'm I'm not ragging on them. <laughs> reasons are reasons. We've we've had reasons before. Whatever. But it's every fucking time.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every damn time. But yeah, I mean when that happened, um uh, we decided let's let's do it. You know, we uh I had in mind three songs that we had worked on years ago and and these guys had jumped on board and um we we added two more
3: yesterday afternoon and mm-hmm. what kind of artists were y'all yeah. covering though i mean uh, y'all did Kiss, y'all did acdc
4: but y'all were doing like some deep cut stuff like yeah circus uh, of power and stuff circus like of powers too. always been uh, they were out of new york always been one of my favorite bands um their song mama tequila became yeah. our band name um and uh, we cover that tune um and one of my favorite tunes to cover is is by Zodiac Mind Warping the Love Reaction. I still love uh, that name. is a great band name. Uh, the tune's called Prime Mover, um, and love to play that. It's just short, sweet, and kicks you in the face. See,
3: that's in a whole like a whole uh, era of music
4: that I haven't like gone down personally. That I want
3: to at some point. Your sister was showing me uh, songs by a group called Junkyard last night. Yeah, Y'all thought about doing stuff by them.
4: Yeah, Junkyard's badass too, featuring uh, Brian Baker. From bad religion, really? Yeah, doing
3: hair metal, doing like hair metal guitar stuff.
4: Oh yeah, you're going yeah. to show me
0: that
3: on the ride home. I, yeah, <laughs> I mean,
2: yeah, he did.
4: Uh, he did uh, the two albums with Junkyard. Uh, they they since did. Uh, they, I think they had a third. They were on Geffen. Yeah, and uh, I think they had done a third record. It eventually got released, and they they're back together doing stuff now. Oh, wow. And I think Brian still plays with them occasionally. Yeah, um, but I I think he's doing. Uh, work with Bad Religion. So he still yeah. records with them and everything, yeah. yeah is, uh,
0: Bad Religion has been threatening a new album. Uh, They put out three singles this past yeah. year. I was really hoping they were going to get an album out before the end of the year so yeah, I been, could throw been, it in as a contender <laughs> for our top because I really dug the last few Bad Religion releases.
3: And they've been teasing these singles for months now. Yeah, I think the yeah. first
0: one came out mid because it was that anti-Trump it, preachy yeah. song. They always going to have one. I know. It's like... <laughs> I don't like political bands, but like Bad Religion is one of the few I'll listen to. But it's like even then, I listen to that song and I'm just like, shut up and just play something else. It's like we get it, but and and it's like and I can't really and I can't even really get on them for it. That's been in their you know fiber since the beginning. So it's like that. That's one of the few where it's like they're not just hopping on a trend. Nah, you expect it from at this point. Yeah, but that, that's still just a song I skipped. The, the other two songs uh, they released as the singles were really good, and it didn't have any sort of political, you know, no, opinions in it.
3: No, they're legit good songs, and it's all classic uh, Bad Religion, you know, three-part harmonies and killer riffs and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: It's not that I just don't like any sort of politics in music, even if it's something I do agree with. No, nah, Bad <laughs> Religion, you got to
3: grin and bear it because it is in their fiber.
0: Yeah. So... If anyone out there is listening and they're in a rock and roll band, where should they be hitting you up for you to screen them and see if they are rim worthy? If they're, if they're, if they're worthy of that rim job,
4: (laughs) (laughs) you know, uh, most people just hit me up, uh, through the rim, uh, through messenger on there. Mm -hmm. Um, my, um, wow, I'm drawing a blank on my email. Um, I think it's the Rockfather presents at yahoo.com. Um, it should be but, on the Facebook, yeah and, yeah, and
0: and it's a little hard to find on Facebook because it's just simply the Rim. But I think yeah, the, like uh, the little at username is live at the Rim. Yeah, and that yeah. At live at the Rim. Yep. that's on Facebook, and then on Instagram it's at the Rim Rocks with underscores spacing yes. out the words.
4: Yep, yep. yep. Cool. See, um, I
0: remember your shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, but I do. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the Rock
4: Father says, Cyberus <laughs> you know, uh, guards the gates of hell, so uh, Sybaris is uh, kind of our mascot. So, uh, if on that Facebook page, look for the three-headed dog, then, that's right. then you'll have the right. There you rap. go. So. What's the uh, what's your uh, white whale uh, currently
3: right now? That's not a multi-million touring band or whatever. What's your like white whale to get over
4: to the rim? Hands down, wildlife. Uh, right on. I nice. Got to get those guys. Um, but. You know, I, My favorite bill, at
0: least so far that we've been a part of, was the Gunpowder Gray Ravagers bill. Yeah, and I've been talking. Hey, very rarely am I ever going, you know, we did great, but I think we personally had a really good set.
3: We fought hard yeah. to get up there for that set. That's for damn, damn sure <laughs> we made that work.
0: <laughs> well, it's a little early in the show to actually be starting up a what the hell have we been listening to, but I think this week... Where instead of that, we're finally going to do our top three albums of the year. A little
3: retrospective for you. A little you.
0: retrospective. This wound up being a lot more difficult for me than I thought it was going to be. Because... There, there was so the, much
3: good material that came out in 2018.
0: Well, and especially because for the past few years, there really wasn't a lot good coming out. Really wasn't. But it feels like within the past year or so, some bands have really been putting out good releases. And I start as soon as I thought I had everything... Folks were like, what about
3: this? They reminded you of a few things.
0: They really did. So I've got my list, but it's not going to be in order. I I couldn't put them in order simply because just even picking a three was hard enough. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Before we go through that, though, I did throw it out on Facebook, and I got some people throwing in their top favorites. Um uh, a gentleman named Dixon. He threw in uh, those poor, uh, those poor bastards in human nature. Another band fucked up. Uh, Dose of your dreams. Uh, C J Bones, which he actually played drums for us for a minute. Uh, That's right. Uh, Chris Engler. He wound up recommending uh, coming out of the coffin by the hers, and. Uh, That's actually, it looks like it's on Bandcamp. So if you want to check that out, uh, definitely do that through then. You can support them directly. Uh, A lot of people are recommending uh, Worst Things First by the Commonwealth. Uh, Simon, uh, he was on the show. Uh, That was a damn good record release. Uh, So check them out on the, I think they're only on Bandcamp. I think so. So check out the Commonwealth on Bandcamp and definitely download Worst Things First. Uh, Some of the others, um, Ghost, uh, their new album. Yeah, Ghost was getting on a
3: lot of lists.
0: Uh, someone said Paul McCartney's Egypt Station. That yeah, was a I had, surprise. I know. I had
3: no idea Paul McCartney put out an album this I year. Did, I had an
0: idea and yeah. it sucked. I didn't like it. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was just washed up, watered down, you know, just oh like, look on the Beatle, I'm still releasing music. Just bad it's like, Paul McCartney shit. If it's bad, it, when it, it, Paul McCartney Paul, is bad, it's awful I was gonna say Paul had like one or two good songs post Beatles that was it I did like <laughs> I was I was not a huge like fan of his solo I used work. to crank
3: Ram when I was a little kid and everything it had a lot of like cheesy nursery nursery rhyme Paul McCartney shit on it so that's why I liked it as a kid yeah and uh
0: one of our buddies uh named tyler reese uh from atlanta uh, he used our hotmail uh hotmail (laughs) that that's our email is hotmail no he used our hotline number which was again 513-463-7439 he decided to give us a call and let us know what his favorite releases were so let's listen in on tyler and see what he's got to say
1: Hey, all this is Tyler Reese, uh, based off Slider Branch Shorter. Just want to call and say the best albums for me personally this year were, uh I mean, The Stirs' new EP was fucking killer. There were some great songs on there. I mean, Night Shift is a goddamn anthem, uh, Pedagogue, Musket, the whole thing, just fucking great. And then uh, Sleep the Sciences, uh, heavy as shit, loved that album to death. Just saw them live with Andrew from The Stir. Uh That was a fucking blast. And then, actually, this record surprised me that it was my favorite of the year. It was Red Sun Rising's new album, Thread. Uh I don't know what it was about that record. I'm normally not into, like, uh the cock rock radio stuff, but something about that record, just, like, the melody, the lyrics, and the song arrangements really attracted me to that record. Uh Veins is a fucking great, catchy song, and uh, Stealing Life is another just, like, super emotional, personal song just like dug that shit so yeah that was on my top three later
0: all right cool thanks tyler uh i'm really glad he brought up the stirs ep um, yeah because i love those guys to death i love them love them love them but unfortunately it didn't make my top three only because i burned it out i listened to it so hard
3: (laughs) i listened to it so hard when it first came out i was just so excited too because we've been watching those guys play those songs for like multiple shows and oh, finally yes. have good quality versions of it on record. We just blasted through yeah. it when it finally Especially came Especially
0: like out. Uh, what Tyler was saying, Pedagog. That yeah. is my absolute oh, favorite yeah, song. It too. starts the record out. It's an amazing riff. I remember when they played it live hearing it going shit we got a lot of work to do uh-huh <laughs> that's one of those bands is like they are good friend of good friends of ours but it's like we we finally gotten on that level of like so how, do we, make, we, we're how good, do we be this good well it's like we, we've we gotten to be the level of we're good friends but i'm gonna kick your ass on that stage and <laughs> it, it, it's become that friendly rivalry of like trying to outdo each other when we're on the show so it's fun <laughs> andrew was so much fun to do shows with so definitely, guys. Uh, they've been on tour with Fozzy. They've done the uh, Fozzy
3: Rock and Wrestling Cruise. Yep, check out the stir. They've been on tour with Collective Soul, and I think they have. Uh, they're in the studio right now cutting some new material for they next are. year. Yeah, I saw that. Yep.
0: So, guys, definitely do not be sleeping on the stir. The fill-ins. will be doing more with them come 2019 if we can get that fucking drummer lined up. Yeah, man. Uh, and, of course, we'll be bringing them up to the rim. If the rim crowd is listening to this episode, we're going to drag those fuckers up by their long, curly hair. <laughs> See, there's my white to.
4: whale for uh, a rim band to come play with. Right yeah i'm I'm all in on that guys. That's absolutely.
0: <laughs> so enough of those fuckers. It's not their show. It's our goddamn show. This is our top three for the year music wise. How do we want to do this? Do we want to go one at a time through our top three, or do we just want to each bust it out?
3: I think we could do like one, one at, at a time th- since it's only three per yeah. person.
0: okay. How about this? Let's go. Uh, okay, first we'll go ahead and go around the room on our two runner-ups. Okay. Uh,
3: because remember, those are going to be just our two little, little throwing out mentions. There, honorable mentions. It's kind of a top five, but still. Okay. <laughs> okay. But we're
0: not going to spend time really discussing the reason why. So uh, I would say at least my two runner-ups uh, would be definitely the Stir EP. I'll say that's one of my runner-ups. All, all right. They. So I've already talked about that enough. And I would say my last runner-up on that. Would more than likely be the new long shot record
3: that got a lot of love when we put that feeler out too. It got
0: a lot of love online. It's one of my favorite releases this year, duh. But I wouldn't say it's in the top three mainly because there's a good bit of songs I would skip on it, yeah. and, that, and that's what I, and that's kind of the barometer I use for judging these, which is the amount of songs versus how many songs I skip. And it feels like with The Long Shot, I skipped a few more songs than I did some of the other albums on here. has nothing to do with the quality of the record. but so we only no, have room for three. Yeah, only <laughs> room for three. Those are my top three. Plus, it's a Billy Joe thing. It's Green Day. I can't fully say I'm in love with it. Right. Part of me won't let me do that. <laughs> What's your two runner-ups, Captain?
3: Well, we mentioned Gunpowder Gray earlier. They put out a EP uh, earlier this year called yep. Lethal Rock and Roll. And it's kind of scattered at t- where uh, two tracks were recorded uh, months before uh, uh, two more were recorded and they had different guitar players uh, throughout the EP and everything too but they're still killer fucking songs. They are. And I'm a fan of and I'm a sucker for like uh, Dan Dixon and his engineering and uh, studio tone and everything too and I thought it worked great with the uh, Gunpowder Gray's sound. Word. And uh, yeah, definitely check that out. That's on Spotify but definitely buy the vinyl as well. And what's the second one? Uh, the second one was Nashville Pussy uh, pleased to Eat You. Really? And I
0: figured that would have been your legit top three.
3: That's a runner-up just because there's a couple of tracks on there that I've, I'll skip it, uh, to and everything. But uh, as a solid album all the way through, I mean, you, when you think Nashville Pussy, you don't think great records. I think this is their most solid release back to, back and forth. Word. And uh, definitely check that out. That's on Spotify. You can buy their vinyl and everything, too. And uh, they're going on a tour Next year, I think they're doing shows with Danko Jones on the West Coast. Oh. Yeah. And uh, they'll be coming through the East Coast on a, as a headline, as a headliner uh, a couple months afterwards too. So I definitely nice. want to go ch- see them play this new material.
0: Word. Well, Brad, what's wish your wish two runner-ups?
4: Uh, My runner-up, uh, uh, the stir has to be in that conversation. I am going to, since you uh, we've covered the stir, um, I'm going to go one deeper, I guess. Um Rory Kelly, uh, re-recorded a bunch of his, uh, material, okay. uh, and released some new stuff. And, uh, it's a killer album because, um, uh, the band is, is so tight and so good at this point, um, for him to go back and, and combine all of his best stuff and throw some new stuff in, uh, it's a killer record, um, that, uh, he put out this year and, uh, seven year witch, uh. Uh, oh yeah, played a show with those guys. Yep. Yeah, they um uh energetic as hell, um an awesome band, very talented guys and uh their album uh, for me uh this year was was one of my runner-ups. Excellent. Nah, I, that, they that were they were a real fun band to play with. Hey, y'all, shut up over
0: there! We're doing a podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <it's> breakfast. breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> the same breakfast, no more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's enough dicking around. Let's actually get into our top three for the year. And you said this one, we just kind of go around the room. Might as one well, of the time. yeah. All right. Uh, definitely my top three. Super suckers, suck it. That came bigger, out that would this be on year for sure. <laughs> oh, dude, of course. I love it too. I, I was teetering on actually including that one or not because I'm going. That's just so on the nose. Of course, I'm going to pick it. <laughs> but, but what was I saying to you a few weeks back? This is probably my favorite record of theirs that they've released since probably. Motherfuckers be tripping.
3: Yeah, it's really solid all the way through. There's not a filler track on there at all, I don't think.
0: No, and that's no slide on Get the Hell or holding the Bag. Both of those were great records, but eventually with Get the Hell, I was able to condense that down to about five songs yeah. that I just love.
3: It's their best rock record they've put out in a long time.
0: And holding the Bag was a fantastic country record. Hell, a lot of our Felon songs come from that you yeah. know, album. But That was my favorite one for a long time, too. But Suck It really just felt like they were back in the game yeah it, it, it felt like it was classic super suckers they're alive and well and a lot of that really had to do with the lineup change
3: yeah they recorded all this as a three piece and everything too and it still really fucking worked they didn't detune half step or anything mm-hmm. like that either everything was an e yeah and, they, and they've been doing a lot of
0: half step tuning in the, their last few records uh even in get the hell uh, so yeah this was actually one of their first records recorded as a three piece uh Basically, the only original member left at this point is the singer, Eddie. Uh, The last uh, original to leave the band was Dan Thunderbolton, and uh, he played on Suck It. No, not Suck It, uh, Get the Hell. Yeah. And he played on that tour, and as soon as the tour was done, he was out. Damn. And and that's why they did that country record, and then with this one, they kind of just went, screw it, we're not going to find another guitarist, we're just going to roll as a three-piece.
3: They seem to be just fine with it.
0: And it's it's a different dynamic, and I've heard... Interviews with Eddie and uh, he used to have a podcast called the spaghetti, uh, spaghetti family podcast. Right. And he was kind of candid about the member changes and everything else. You know, he was really, you know, uh, personal about it. And at the end of the day. They finally, they finally achieve what we always try to achieve, which is they have a lineup that they have fun with, they laugh together, yep. they enjoy their company, and
3: it shows in the music. It's not just work for them anymore. They actually go out and enjoy themselves.
0: Because I love Eddie to death, but he can be a pompous asshole. <laughs> 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 hey, he, he's got the look. I've heard enough stories. He's always been super kind to me. Yeah. So I, I personally don't think he is, but I've seen enough stories and I've heard from enough people that, yeah, everyone has a bad day. But exactly. ever since with this lineup, if even he looks like he's having more fun, so that that's just really great. Whoa, that's just really great to see. Your phone loves it. My phone loves it. It's just <laughs> trying to automatically play it. No, I think the only song on this record I usually skip is just "Worst
3: Thing Ever." I like the words on that one though. It's like I, like I. Lyrically, it's great. Lyrically, just, so the music's me, a little, yeah. I, I see what you're getting at, but, but that's
0: really the only one. Everything else here in is is great. History of Rock and Roll. That's an ode to all the rock and roll bands we love, Brad. If you hadn't listened to it yet, just li- watch the video. Even they, they show clips. He brings up Danco Jones, the Dwarves, Nashville Pussy. He's named dropping all these. Yeah, I haven't checked these. it out. So it's I'll educational. That, man. It is music education in that song. And my absolute favorite one. is... Uh, they shortened it. <laughs> they shortened the title on Spotify and on iTunes. It's called Till I Die. Yeah. Um, I'm not even. I'm, I'm gonna bury the lead on that one. <laughs> I'm not gonna spoil it for you guys. Look up "Suck It" from the Super Suckers and check out the song "Till I Die" and tell me if that's not the absolute best
3: lyrics you've ever heard in a song in your life, <laughs> at least within this 20th century. Well, you know what? If we're going at length on with uh, that kind of stuff, let's just go around go around the horn with our like three, two, one. And- and uh, give our explanation on uh, Yeah, that's, that's what I said one like at that. a time. Cool. All
0: right. Yeah, that's why I said the first two are just going to be quick little things, but then in your top 3 actually give reasons. All right. All right. So that that's in that's one of my 3.
3: All right. Well, uh Yeah, mine are not in any particular order either. Yeah, I
0: I couldn't sort my 3 in order, so that's yeah. just one of them.
3: And this is probably going to be on your uh, top 3 as well, but We've all been cranking the new Turbo Negro record, Rock and yeah, Roll Machine. Yeah. yeah, that
0: that that was fantastic. I wasn't expecting that one to be on my list because I only discovered it semi-recently. It was
3: kind of a slow burn, too, where it's like, oh, this is goofy as hell, uh, you know, classic Turbo Negro, dumb lyrics and stuff like that. But then like, you spend enough time with it, it's like it's brill- it, you understand the brilliance of their writing and the, their riffage and everything, too. And this is like their best record they've put out in a long time, too. Mm-hmm. All danceable songs, all just killer guitar tones and riffs, and I love, I love the new drummer they have so much, and I can't think of his name, but he. I didn't rules. know they had a new drummer. Yeah, it's younger, well, I know the new singer, of course. Yeah, the Hank. new new singer. No, not guess. Hank. Um, Duke, Duke. Oh, Duke. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Duke and Nothing. And uh, the only consistent members they've had have been the bass player and the two guitar players. Yeah.
0: And I mean, hey, we don't know anything about that, do we? No. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, um, I think the Duke of Nothing really came into himself at. <laughs> that, that, that's actually really that funny a terminology lyric. for that band. Um, he, he finally found his vocal on this record. If it yeah,
3: like, on the on the previous record, uh, "Sexual Harassment," he was kind of doing a whole Lemmy thing, with like just you know guttural, you know growly vocals but he kind of embraced the version of hank von hill but uh his own version of it yeah it's i think it's a little more prissy and i think that's more yeah. fun yeah he, he, he's a little bit more
0: on the nose with it and i think it calls us for a bit more of a uh it adds
3: to the disco-ness of yeah. uh, turbo negro that i love some of your favorites on there uh definitely a title track rock and roll machine uh uh special education probably hot yeah, I know it. High for Nietzsche is probably my, my favorite one on the record. It's That's just so catchy. Yeah.
4: yeah. Definitely. What about you, Brad? Uh, I'm going to go kind of a, a tie-in there. Uh, Vest out of Pittsburgh. Um, okay. They put out um, uh, their album next round this year. Uh, the tie-in is that a lot of those guys are Turbo Yugen. Uh, right so, on. Um, uh, just a killer album. Uh, I think... 12 songs, I think. And, you know, um, anytime you can do a tune about uh, the Karate Kid uh, <laughs> and make it cool <laughs> as shit. Yeah, you uh, were playing Sweep some... the Leg. Uh, it's an awesome tune that they've got on there. Um, Backseat Romance uh, is a killer tune. How lucky you are. Um, you were playing a few of uh, those tracks yeah. earlier, and I dug the hell out of it. I. I really love that album uh, I look forward to hosting those guys um, Phil from the cheats uh, plays bass in the cheats and uh, plays bass in Thunder vest mm. uh, so we've uh, we haven't been able to hook up to get them to the rim yet but but I'm sure that'll happen Pennsylvania just uh, sounds like they're killing it in rock and roll right now yeah they but uh, yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite albums of the year. Excellent. Uh, I don't skip a track on that thing. I mean, it's just so that's uh, just one of
0: those. Is you put it on, you yeah, walk away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that isn't that the best when you just find that record. That's just like there's literally not a bad song on yeah, here. Just absolutely. let it roll. Yeah. Well, man, I would have I would have actually included the Turbo Negro one, but I assumed that you were yeah. going to, so I didn't. <laughs> that that would definitely be You can't talk in about it top top. twice. <laughs> no, you can't. So I I think I know you a little bit, and I knew you would put that one on there. Plus, you showed me the record. Yep. So I was gonna let you I have it that first. One. Yeah, you you heard it first. You showed it to <laughs> me. I was gonna let you have that one. So one that I showed you mm-hmm. that's in my top three is the New Dwarves record, Take Back the Night. Yep. Now, it is no secret at all that we absolutely love the dwarves. We have gotten to, uh, thankfully, uh, open for them. Uh, We do not take that lightly. Uh, We we don't see that as, you know, like, oh, whatever, we open for the dwarves. No, we, we see that. Is something to really hold close to our hearts. We We, love these guys. We learned 20
3: minutes worth of their
0: material for Halloween. Yes, uh, one of our last, uh, the last year's Halloween show, uh, we did a whole dwarf set, and some of those videos can be found online. And hell, even the dwarves personally liked it, and they shared it. Yeah, man. So we, so we even got their seal of approval. In fact, uh, Lloyd, a shout out to him, if he's actually checking this out, uh, he wound up sharing it for us, and he's like, "These guys did pretty good, except for the beard on Blag." (laughs) 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 So, so to get a little thumbs up from that camp uh definitely made me smile uh if if you guys like the dwarves if you like the early shit check out the new record i know they did some weird fucky shit in the past few years they did rap stuff they did experimental weird like noise stuff that's what they do i get it i get it it's not everyone's cup of tea i don't always like it either i kind of like it tongue in cheek style is there are guilty pleasures of mine but i don't necessarily go this is quality dwarves this record is Quality Dwarves. They still have some of the weird experimental stuff in it that some of the fans kind of rebelled against.
3: Black likes talking with his listeners. <laughs> it's, it's part of his
0: thing, man. Get over it. It's still a great record. One of my favorites by far, and it's the song that we picked the only newer song that we picked from the Dwarves catalog to play in our cover set, yep, a track called "Devil's Level." And if you guys haven't seen the music video for that, Cap couldn't watch it
3: because he's weird about eye I'm stuff. I'm weird about eye stuff, man. <laughs> makes me qu- that's like the one thing that freaks me out,
0: like in a horror movie, like that eye, like if someone's messing with. I can't an watch eye. Clockwork Orange. <laughs> <laughs> so even just that, that that's still <laughs> very uncomfortable. I, literally, I just I just spread my eyelids apart like in that scene in Clockwork Orange, and, he, and Cap just he immediately breaks <laughs> eye contact and looks away <laughs> green and barrett <laughs>
4: so if you want to screw with uh, with cap on stage just give him the eyeballs. yeah give him the eyeballs <laughs> and the part with ice venture was like eh, 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 eh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so if you're if you're weird about eye gore or whatever, don't watch Devil's Level music video. But if you actually like horror and if you get that it's all make believe, cap, the track still rules. If you understand that music videos are make believe, I know it, but they did really, they
3: did all that really well. It looked too. really it looks good. Really real. it's, it's a very well done video, so definitely.
0: Check it out. It's fucking great. Uh, other, I mean, fun poppy songs on here like, um, uh, Trace amounts. Yeah. It's just, it's literally just a song about trace amounts of cocaine found in someone's dead body. And it's just like this happy little pop song about it. I love their, it's, it's like, it's fucked great. up pop songs. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so if, if you guys just like good punk rock and rock and roll from a legendary band that's still out there kicking ass and taking names, check out The Dwarves Take Back the Night.
3: And, uh, my, another one on my top three brad will probably have this with me brad and i've been talking about this band all uh just since the record came out that criminal kids ep through uh, spaghetti town mm-hmm. it's self-titled there are only six songs on the record they're all rippers they're all two and a half minutes long it's damn near perfect <laughs> is that all you gotta say about it <laughs> i mean the musicianship on it is super killer like i i've, I've we bring it up on uh, we've brought it up on past episodes, but there's a reason we brought it up on past episodes, and it hasn't left any of my playlists at all since it came out. And we get to play with them at Down South Showdown yes. in January, and I can't wait.
0: That is gonna be such a fun bill. Them Ramblers and Fixed Faces on the bill too. Fixed Faces yes. too. God, that is gonna be such a good night.
3: Yeah, I man, definitely check out the Criminal Kids EP. You can buy their vinyl on Spaghetti Town. Check it out on Spotify.
0: Basically, what people need to do is just go to Spaghetti Town and buy one of everything, yeah. and they're not going to be disappointed. That's they what have, I did. Speaking of <laughs> dwarves, and speaking of the dwarves, they have He Who Cannot Be Named's new yeah. solo record. There you on, their, go. on yep. their label too. So let's tie all this together. And dwarves are loved by the Turbo Gens. So I mean, come on, mm-hmm. this, this is a top. Uh, this is a top uh, list that, when everyone is getting uh, getting jacked off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Buy every. It's, Thanks, it's all a lovely circle. You need to check these guys out, seriously.
4: Well, about I, you, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna double up on this one. Um, right. and uh Cap and I we're on the same uh, wavelength, I think. I was gonna say uh, expand on it a bit more then. The uh you know, um I am gonna talk about the criminal kids, but I'm gonna go back. Gunpowder Gray. Uh it was a four song E P. Um, uh, I've loved those guys for years. Uh Chris and Sam are the constant in that band, and those guys have got chops for days I they mean, really do and great guys too whenever yeah. i would go to atlanta sam would let me crash mm-hmm. on his couch yeah i mean those guys uh but criminal kids uh from me just came out of left field and i mean the, the album is it's near perfect
3: See, i mean i saw them on last um, year's down south showdown before they even put out the ep and i was just like a fa- i was just fanboy from the mo- from uh Immediately afterwards, I was like, "Guys, that was fucking killer!" Da da da, and just you know, just uh, hanging out with them online. They gave me, they gave me a t-shirt. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> but uh, you know, I've uh, I've been in talks with those guys. Uh, they are hoping to make a run uh, east uh, this spring. Uh, I think we're going to try to hook up with them and the Ravagers, uh, possibly the Cheats, and uh, have a real cool triple bill here. Uh, at the rim with those guys. Hell uh, so yes. God, yes, that's one of those dream shows. Yes, uh, there so. you go. There's your there's your white whale.
0: <laughs> God, no that. And, and that's the thing too is you always have the
3: best ideas for bills too. And I'm just like God. <laughs> I
0: wish I lived closer. I wish you guys were not like five six hours away.
3: I say like, I'll make that happen as a patron. I don't care yeah, really. <laughs> and man, for one of my last.
4: Oh, did you want to go into Criminal Kids? Well, no, I mean, that's, I agree. I, yeah, that's, I agree. That, for me, that's that's one of mine. I, I couldn't put them in order either. No. And man, for, for my final on the top three, I had it narrowed down to two. And
0: between the one I'm actually going to pick, and I still have to shout them out because out of everything we've listed, we hadn't talked about the grave rollers. I know it.
3: You got to <laughs> give the grave rollers a shout out. So,
0: unfor- uh, so that one didn't immediately make it in mainly because my first thought was it didn't come out this year yeah they, they've been working on it for so long and uh-huh. i've heard it for so long i kind of in my head put it as last year
3: yeah so they've added on another guitar player since yeah <laughs> so
0: if, if you guys have heard us talk about countless times about 21st century goliath and dirtbag love affair it's tony's other band that of course you heard about on his episode the grave rollers they have a vinyl out it was recorded at fifth man studios Check it out, y'all. It's some
3: good rock and roll and i and I'm they're really catchy songs about fucked up shit. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I,
0: I was thinking about saying something and I don't think he's gonna be mad. They're they're gonna be putting out something new this year. Oh you know, yeah. They're, they're gonna be still releasing some new music, so they, they've they've got one more chance and uh they're they are all over our Spotify playlist. And and they'll
3: be and more than likely they'll be playing some shows next year. They are gonna be playing a show in February that we'll be teasing here before too long. But the one I have to give simply because I, it's it's gonna just
0: it's a little bit off from everything else I've done from independent releases. The new Slash record was fucking amazing. It's sneaky good, and I have to put it on there because there there are only one or two songs I skipped, but it was one of the best mainstream quote unquote yeah. rock and roll records to come out in years, and that's the reason I put that one on there. Is a lot of the bands that we were listing were indie darlings. Uh, cult classics, yeah. you know, they have their mm-hmm. they have their very loyal following, and you know, you almost feel like you're part of that club for digging on it. Slash in his band is a very well known entity, and, and with all the other bullshit that's being played on the radio, it was so refreshing to get a good album from a popular rock
3: and roll artist again. And they're a great fucking band, too. Like, I am a fan of Brent Fitz, the drummer, and Todd Kearns, the bass player. They are such a solid unit. And
0: they're KISS fans out the yeah. ass! <laughs> <laughs> There's something about KISS fans that just make good music.
3: <laughs> those vocal harmonies that Todd and Miles Kennedy do together are staggering. And I will
0: say this before I start getting comments and voicemails. Yes, Miles can over-sing. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. The dude, he has range, and he likes stroking his dick about it. I get it. It's still great music. I would rather take that over Nickelback. I'd rather take that over any of the other garbage that's being
3: called rock and roll today. It's a legit rock and roll band for like mainstream audiences and stuff like that, and it's it, it really is a killer record. Their songs are great, and the, melodies, the vocal melodies are catchy as hell. That's you, one thing Miles Kennedy is really good at.
0: If you don't like the first song, Call of the Wild... Something's wrong with you. It's it's a straight (laughs) rocker from start to beginning. And again, this record, I think there's only one or two songs I may skip, and it's closer to the end of the record. And that's what winds up happening with songs that have a lot. I mean, records that have a lot of songs. Yeah. You know, this 52 minutes. You know, it's it's 12 songs. You're gonna wind up skipping a couple. I'm just glad they didn't put out 25 or whatever they did on the last record. And that's the reason I didn't even listen to it. I didn't even that's check that songs. one out too much. It's like that, that's a bit overkill. 17 songs. I just pulled it up.
3: It's like when talking about uh, Criminal Kids: six songs, two and a half minutes, Rippers, perfect. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: In and out, you're done. Mm-hmm. So, as much love as I do have to give to the Grave Rollers, I did have to throw props to a mainstream rock and roll band that actually released a goddamn good album. That people are actually going to listen to and hopefully get inspired from. Yep. And that's the reason I have to put in my top three, is hopefully some kid that's 10 years old, 11 years old, picks up this record and goes, I want to be in a rock and roll band.
3: Mm-hmm. So. so we need more of that out there for sure. Yeah. And uh, mine might be a big mainstream following in Scandinavia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. my uh, This might be my favorite record of the year, and I brought it up on previous episodes, but the live Imperial State electric record, Anywhere Loud... It's probably my favorite release of the year because it has that feel of a classic 70s sounding live record. Where because it's, it's not live at all. No, there's definitely dubs in it. <laughs> but the point of live records in the 70s was that it's supposed to be a composition of the best of their catalog. Yeah. And that's what this is. It has all the best tracks from thereof. Uh, they have several albums out anyway. So you have all their best tracks in one compilation. A few covers. Like they do a version of Dead Boys, uh, Sonic Reducer. But the... The live versions of the ballads they do are just turned into rippers and everything, too. Like, All Through the Night and um, All Over My Head and songs like that. Yeah. See, I don't know. I'm touchy when it comes to uh, bands releasing fake live records. Some bands See, can get great. away with it, like KISS. Yeah. I but there's think, some others that just really can't. Oh, yeah, when the, when it's, they're too on the nose with the dubbing and everything, yeah. it's one thing. But I think Imperial State Electric did a good job with it. And I think
0: part of it is because it had really good mixing. You couldn't hear like when yeah. they threw in the extra crowd noise, mm-hmm. you know, when a swell wasn't supposed to be happening. But
3: if you wa- watch live videos of Imperial State Electric on YouTube, they're pretty... oh yeah and at least and at least and at least their live record is a representation of their live show exactly i don't think it takes away from that mystique at all no not at all it's not like
0: they're crafting something to make it seem bigger and better than what it was right they're just fixing any little mild things like kiss you know they they, even though alive was re-recorded you know a
3: lot you look at those live shows
0: it's still pretty close
3: i love uh I love that they're Swedish and that their English is really good, but they don't have like the gusto or whatever. It's like uh, this is like, this is a song called "I Can't Seem to Shake It Off My Mind." I, I hope, hope you I l- hope like you it. like it. <laughs> He's like so polite with it. <laughs> we have Imperial State Electric has two electric guitars. <laughs> <laughs> so that's fun. That's my that's probably my favorite record of the year for sure. Anywhere loud uh, by Imperial State Electric
0: word well brad what's one of your last three
4: all right uh the last one i'm gonna do um again i'm uh i, I stayed in the u.s and i stayed pretty uh indie i guess uh Nothing mainstream on my list uh, this time. Well, as a proper music venue owner,
0: as you Looking were, out you for all were to yeah. do, uh, let um, this even be an example of who Brad is. <laughs> I'm sitting here going, well, I'm going to put at least one mainstream. Brad's like, no, I'm a music venue owner. I'm going to show my love to my indies.
4: Um, I caught these guys uh, at the milestone with the fill-ins and wildlife and paint fumes. Uh, Trouble Boys too. Uh, they mm-hmm. put, that's, uh, that's a solid EB one, too. out this year. Yes. Uh, Cold Studded Stunner. Phenomenal team. Phenomenal. That was one of those um, records that was
0: a grower for me, too. Yeah. And see, and that was one I forgot about.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and I hate
0: saying that, but it's like, it totally slipped my mind when I was making this release. Or making my list. It's like, shit, I did forget they released a new record this year. Fuck. Uh, and we're playing with them. Yes, yeah. we are. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh,
4: the song My so- Own Way, uh less than 2 minutes but so much attitude in that song it's it's a killer tune um they also uh do a cover rock and roll is dead uh and that's okay, kind of okay. become okay. the uh it's kind of become the theme of the rim uh, right so uh I caught that song uh Todd from the Cheats um has a uh cover band that he does and mm-hmm. he they do Danko Jones and they do a lot of uh stuff that the mainstream doesn't know about yeah. especially here in the US and uh, I caught them uh, Doing that song And uh, When Trouble Boys uh, When the riff uh, When they hit that riff At the milestone uh, You are like then, uh, yeah. yeah And then <laughs> to find it On the album uh, It's a killer version of it uh, So yeah That's for me And and they're one of those uh, Those bands that I hope to uh, uh, They go out on the road uh, Occasionally And yeah. uh, I th- Actually I think they Went to Australia here recently Yeah they did some dates did In some Australia uh, so uh, and and they're on down south again this year. I want to say uh, they're based out of Texas. Yeah, they're out of Texas. Um, I think uh, they've got uh, a great artist in that band. I think he does. Uh, ben
3: Tempted uh, does a lot of flyer work for uh, a lot of events that Chase puts on and stuff like that. Yeah, too. yeah. So uh,
4: yeah, for me that was uh, that was a killer album
3: excellent
0: well i do know that you're gonna find the majority of all this on the something good for you playlist if you've got spotify check your show notes uh there's a direct link right in there and you can also find uh links to that on our facebook and uh twitter pages you can't really click links on instagram (laughs) but you can find that on our facebook and twitter links just follow us at something gfy to stay updated on all of that well, again, guys, if you want to check out the rim, look them up on Facebook, look them up on Instagram, and hit up the rock father himself uh, to get your asses booked at the rim. That way, you can have a good time as much as we do. It's not a secret; the guy's doing the Lord's work. You got to go check him out, and you got to support him.
4: Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, just just bear with me. I've you know it's it's growing pretty big, and it's yeah. uh, it's it's become a bit complicated to to try to. Tie everything together, you know, uh, I've got a, a life outside rock and roll oh, yeah. that I'm balancing. Because, again, rock and roll um, don't pay the bills. But, you know, um, if you're a fan wanting to come out and check out one of our shows, you know, it's, it's pretty basic. Just be cool. Yeah, you know? it, literally, um, just be respectful. We we that's have, not a lot to ask. Uh, l- learn the bands, support the bands, and be yeah. cool. If, yeah, you, if you're I coming mean,
0: to if you're coming to a show, just enjoy yourself, be respectful, and have a good time. It's part about of having ro- that
4: good time is letting loose and enjoying yourself. Yeah, it's about rock bands. and roll here. You know, the the party side will come. Yeah, you yeah know? of but, course, but, that's part of but, it. You know, we show up for the cool rock and, and roll party. Will happen. But yeah, that's. <laughs> uh for me, that's that's uh, the big thing. So
0: again, if you got something good, to share with us. Also throw the hashtag on it. Hashtag something good for you. It's the name of the fucking show. Just take out the damn spaces. I do know why hard. that. It's not hard. <laughs> <laughs> and with all that, I bid you all a good night. And uh, Captain, do you have an outro for us?
3: I don't know. Rockfather what does the Rock Father say? What's your outro? yeah? What's uh, outro? your outro?
4: You've well, listened I to know, enough man. outro.
0: Uh, you've listened to enough episodes. Give us an outro. Send send this listening wise words. Deep their thoughts.
4: thoughts. Deep thoughts. Deep uh, thoughts. Debut. Beer, shine, Yeager, Jim Beam. Don't mix. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we
2: have coffee. Yep.
4: And maybe Pedialyte. <laughs> <laughs>
3: See you guys later.
0: Another amazing production from the Cult of Dave Podcast Network.
2: Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it.